0: Okay, here we are, once more. Here we are, Elizabeth.
1: Good to see Those you. Those two
0: grandmas going back we're to try to remember what it was like when we weren't <laughs> grandmas, when we weren't even parents. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: The carefree college yes, days. Carefree. Were talk, and really, they, they were, as oh, far as yes. I was concerned, they really were yes. carefree. Yes. We, we were very, I think, both very we fortunate. We were very fortunate, yes. Um, looking back, yeah, yeah. We, we really were. It was fun. We learned a lot about ourselves, the world, but we really didn't have any worries. No, we didn't have a lot of worries. Yeah. I, yeah. I had little
0: jobs. You maybe yeah. had some little jobs, yeah. too. I did babysitting, and I yeah. did that night watchman job. Yes, yeah. It wasn't any. Yeah. Not like I yeah. was trying to earn a living. No, that's on the, right. While going to school, to as have a lot of kids do nowadays. For
1: movies yeah. And things and yeah. Yeah, I worked in the uh, dining room at oh. my dorm, and that, so that was fun. That was my first experience, yes. Oh, boy. One of many, <laughs> and that was a good experience, dishing out dorm yeah. food. Yeah, I don't I, I don't see you behind, yeah, the, was, yeah. behind the short <laughs> <Yeah>. order cook <laughs> I, counter. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't cooking, but I was serving, which wasn't always appreciated. <laughs> oh, I, Dorm
0: food was not what it (gasps) It, is today. There was no salad bar. No salad bar.
1: No. Well, no salad except for iceberg lettuce. Right. That was it. We had
0: something on Thursdays, I think, which was called croquette surprise. Oh. (laughs) And it was this little something dished out by an ice cream scoop. So it was a little round mound of whatever we had had and some, the previous three days. Had
1: a creamy sauce and a creamy on, sauce on top.
0: Yes. And it was never our favorite.
1: <laughs> no, that sounds familiar. And lots of mushy vegetables. Yeah, mushy vegetables. Which we were and, told we had to eat because yeah. they were good for us. Yeah, uh, but and I don't know about you, but the only time in my life, and my mom used to tease me about it, was that I ever really put on weight that you know to any degree at all, I've been fortunate that way. I just haven't. But the only time I ever did was when I got to college, the
0: freshman ten,
1: <laughs> because of all the, you know, the the potatoes and pasta and, and I don't know what all but um, the, I came home one weekend I remember and I don't remember my mom was she, she was certainly sensitive but she was fairly uh, uh, forthright and and I, I was I learned that oh my I had put on a few pounds and I uh, <laughs> and my friend Jean, whom I talked about last time, uh, we both did, and we both went home, and our parents, and it's the only time for her to, in our lives, really, that we did. was right. that freshman year in Ann Arbor, that did it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, dear, yes. Uh, well, I've... <clears throat> not only was it a big shock to go from the country to the city and to college life but it was it felt like the whole world opened up in mm-hmm. in a, probably not so much for you in terms of the diversity of people cuz you mm-hmm. lived in a city mm-hmm. but for me it was just amazing to to meet people from all over the country and different religions different different races, it just was, it was wonderful and exciting. And the campus itself was a little, it was a little enclave in a suburb of New York City near Bronxville, New York. But the campus itself was all, you know, had trees and grass and it didn't feel like being in the middle of the city, but you just walked about a, oh, I don't know, quarter mile into town And then you were on the commuter line to New York City, about a half an hour on the commuter train. And so we were back and forth to the city a lot for Mm -hmm. class experiences or going to a play or...
1: Well, that's what you said last week. too. And, of course, the diversity that you experienced maybe wasn't just on the campus. But, of course, every time you went into New York, you saw people... You know, wearing headscarves, you saw I mean you yes, there, everything every and poverty, every
0: poverty yeah. and wealth yes, and that's right yeah. everything yeah. in between, yeah and so it, for you that it was, was just it was amazing, yeah. and you know tall, not just tall buildings, skyscrapers mm. <laughs> and and getting comfortable with that that was mm. one thing I was just thinking about of. Just yeah. I did lots and lots of just walking and walking in New York yeah. City because it's a new, it's, it's best, a walking place. Oh, it's the best
1: thing! To it's do. the best yeah.
0: thing, and yeah. you know you go down Fifth yeah. Avenue oh, and there's yeah. Lord and Taylor yeah. and Saks and all these very very yeah. the as high up the scale as you can yeah. get.
1: Yeah no it's true and walking is the only way is the only is way, the to, only really way to get
0: around New York yeah, okay. and then there's Central Park with all oh, its yeah. wonderful yeah. aspects and art galleries and museums mm-hmm. and it just and and then you know getting having in your backyard the icons of photography of mm-hmm. of New York City mm-hmm. just not thinking anything of walking past the Empire State Building or the mm-hmm. Rockefeller Center with the skaters and yeah. that kind of thing just yeah. having that become your backyard oh, yes. was a yes. was a really wonderful experience mm-hmm. oh yeah in, I'm sure from, from my yeah. little country mouse yes to, no i can to
1: city mouse yeah I can understand, and it really was a perfect spot for you. Probably thinking back, because the campus itself was a small campus. So you, you you weren't say like NYU. A friend of mine, you know, worked at NYU, and he loved being in New York. But, um, but that would be for you to have gone.
0: That would I don't think I would like that. So you you had
1: that advantage of being a little bit out on your campus, very safe and secure, and then going into the right. city so right. It was perfect. Right. So and that was two years yes. you did that.
0: Two years I did That's that. Wonderful. Yes. And we had we had remarkable professors at the mm-hmm. college. Joseph Campbell oh, yeah. was there mm-hmm. teaching, you know, mythology and well,
1: they probably drew from faculty who wanted to be, of yes, course. close to the city. Yes, so right. there right. were probably some very prominent yes, faculty
0: there, were. there. there were. Yep. And I talked yep. about the music program, and, and our, our teacher was a composer himself, and so he had mm-hmm. t- half a dozen of his composer friends in New York compose for our little tiny orchestra, which was me with a cello another person with a french horn person with an oboe and and a violin and a i think a viola and they made they they wrote original works for this little orchestra and we we played a concert of world premieres okay we're going to start all over again in the middle because then you'll probably get two little Two little messages this time. So you'll just have to yeah. listen to put one him, and right after put the other. Them together because we had right. an interruption. And I can't even remember. It was some phone call that came in, and I don't know how to <coughs> navigate that. It turns off the podcast <laughs> gets me all befuddled. I we'll think, just keep going. Yes. I think I was talking about how the extraordinary opportunities we had in New York. And I remember was 1956, so there were a lot of things happening at the UN, there was a big, was a big thing about the Soviet Union invaded Hungary and was trying to suppress the uh-huh. population. And so we went up to the, the Security Council couldn't solve it so they, they had an emergency General Assembly meeting and we went up and watched it, it was fascinating. And then the, the whole thing around the Suez Canal came up and we were up there. Oh listening, and, and I remember our first sort of political action back in those very pale days of political action. We gave up our desserts for something to do with hungry. <laughs> and I, have, I think it was, might have been a little like when you have to eat up your vegetables because of the starving children somewhere. I have no idea how the desserts being given up actually helped hungry but there was some connection that they saved a little money and were donating to something anyway it was quite that was quite interesting it also was a presidential election and i got involved in adlai stevenson's doomed effort to try for a second time to beat eisenhower which was pretty impossible he was a very popular man but i was very taken by Adley Stevenson and his his message and i you know worked a couple of big big um kind of rallies in in a big for area In
1: i remember in, i wasn't involved but i remember yeah it very well yes right. my my parents were very, quite interested yeah. in him too because he was probably one of our most intelligent yes,
0: yes he, um,
1: nominees ever
0: ever right ever. right but he
1: didn't quite have the
0: well he didn't certainly didn't. it was no match for the popularity <laughs> yeah. of a general in the second yeah. world war <laughs> couldn't quite
1: <laughs> but there but there also wasn't the animosity no. as i no. remember no. Then, too. no not at all no. not at all yeah
0: no and the other thing the other kind of funny thing i remember is that i went to a I don't know what they call it a gathering for Norman Vincent Peale.
1: Oh, the power yeah. of positive.
0: Yes, yes, and I remember my father cautioning me <laughs> about the appeal of these mass rallies where you you know at the end of it you're all called to come up to the front and oh. drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> your your first experience yes. And I remember being very, very interested in the mm-hmm, pomp yeah. and the organization of, a, of something like mm-hmm. that. How they used the music and the lights oh, and everything else to create mm-hmm. a very exciting environment. Mm-hmm. And one that for certainly many people was very enticing. Oh, but yes, I was so. not drawn into the <laughs> <laughs> inner <not a laughs> circle. Yeah. But I was quite fascinated yeah, to sure, experience yeah, sure.
1: that. And it's it, yes, it's it helps to go through something like that. It makes you then able to understand yeah. later, not agree with, but understand right. better how people get. Yeah, get, uh, it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, how the, people can get all mob, kind uh, of, mm-hmm. of excited mm-hmm. by a mm-hmm.
0: a large mm-hmm. group that's being sort of yeah. manipulated. yeah yeah,
1: that's right
0: get all, yeah. get all involved. Yeah. yeah, that was, and of course there were little um, back and forth to Dartmouth where Donald was. He, I went up to Winter Carnival one year and he came down a couple of times and we'd do something in New York and yeah. that was fun. Very and, fun. And I, I, just to kind of put a little, um, hit a little, historic perspective in my science class, which I really loved, she was talking about cutting edge knowledge about tectonic plates. They were, they had not been talked about before and now they were, it was postulated that in fact, these land masses all used to fit together. And it was was news. And when you look back on that now, you think, how could that have been news for heaven's sake? You look at a map, and it seems perfectly obvious. <laughs> but it was news. It's uh, There's so many things that we now just take for granted. Mm-hmm. And yes, we've lived a long time, but not that long. <laughs> Were there any things in your... In, college that just really excited you or not anything special?
1: Not I think because of of, as we talked about the the college and where it was situated and and uh, living in dorms and living with with people it just was just was a day by day sort of adventure. I don't remember um, you know anything that sticks out too much. Were um, oh, you in uh, dorms the whole four years? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I um, moved. It, it's um, interesting at U of M there, and I can't speak for now, of course, but at that time, the fraternity and sorority, the Greek life, was very active. Um, but there were also upper class dorms Mm. which were sort of big homes that had been made into dorms sort of like on the Stanford campus those grand old homes and so that was an alternative to joining a fraternity or sorority Mm. and uh, so, I did that and my friend Jean and I, who I mentioned last week, um, she decided to go into a sorority junior year oh. and I decided to go into a, one of the upper-class dorms called the Martha Cook Building and it was a, just a, a beautiful old building nice. and a very much smaller group of women, of course, than in the great huge dorms, I don't remember now how many, but um, It was a very nice place to live. It was a beautiful building. We had our own rooms, and I made lifelong friends there. Um, And we would have – it It was sort of elegant. We'd dress up one night a week for dinner, and they'd have teas in the spring, and the alums would come back for tea in Ann Arbor. I still get invitations. Oh, Oh, why don't you come to our (laughs) spring tea in Ann Arbor? I never have done that, but – it was a lovely place to live in a smaller unit. And that's where I worked in the dining room at that dorm, actually. And um, the only thing I sort of remember, which is a kick now, some of the family will uh, laugh, um, I, we, of course, the University of Michigan has always had big footballs, athletic, always big, yeah. huge. They were big in, 10, Arbor. In right? Yes, yeah. big 10, and they were really big then. Years and years of winning the Rose Bowl, and right, it, it was right. big. Michigan, was so Gina big. and I, of course, wanted to participate Saturday afternoons in the Midwest. Of course, our for the most part it was just beautiful uh, fall, you know, afternoon. So off we would go with friends. We did not. I had never gone to a football game before. <laughs> I didn't clue. I had no idea what was going on on the field at all. <laughs> But when people around us would yell, we would yell. <laughs> and, and, and we just had the best time. But I, never, I did not really know what I was watching then at all. I, I, I know we just went because it was what you did on Saturday did, afternoon. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so, but many, many years later, I have learned, to. I, I do still... Really mm. enjoy football, and I do know something about it now. But at <laughs> that time,
0: That's I did. That's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. I got very involved in football in high school because oh. that mm. was the big deal. Oh. The, mm-hmm. the boys went out for football, and the girls were the cheering section. And mm-hmm. I wasn't a cheerleader, but we went to yeah. all the games, yeah. and you know yeah. they were the heroes of yeah. the classes. Yeah,
1: it my, brings my everybody best together.
0: Married the. he was a quarterback I think he was one of the big tough guys oh oh yeah but we all admired <laughs> all the football players for, for what reason who yes why? that's right who knew <laughs> why who, but, who knew why but know, we definitely they were the they big were the men big on campus, campus right they But were, then, yeah of course sports in yeah. college at a small women's liberal arts college was not very exciting we had badminton, and we had fencing, and we had I think, I don't think we even had volleyball. We didn't have mm. a gym of any kind. Mm. We just had a space oh. where you could oh. do these mild-mannered sports. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we so, had a requirement, did you? Yes, yes we had, yes. had some kind yes. of yes. and a
0: lot of people were in there was a very strong dance program. A lot of people mm. did that oh, yeah. and sure. that took sure. care of their
1: physical yeah. Ed requirements. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, we had to take. I forget if it was one class, but yeah, yeah We, uh, Gina and I, decided to take golf, and it was not one of our better decisions <laughs> <laughs> that we made. And the other decision we made, which uh, we've kidded my brother George about, is George was majoring in political science mm-hmm. and became later, of course, a professor. In political, of political science and so Jean and I of course we all had requirements we had to take one, one class of this group and my brother said oh take poli sci 101 or whatever it was it's really good you'll really like it it'll be good for you guys take that <laughs> so we didn't know what so we did and we each got the worst grade of our <laughs> four years in that class which we Gene never let my brother ever forget it. And it clearly was not our uh our field and we just we really disliked the class and made each other go just to keep each other company, but it was terrible. And uh but anyway. But I majored in French and then I also took German and Italian. So I had but French was my major in oh, um, great. yeah so it, it was and fun and I was in some plays. In life. Yes, it did. And I acted in a couple French plays. Oh wow and that was fun. Oh Mary Lou, that's adventurous. So it was and then the summer of my sophomore year I um persuaded my parents to let me go to Middlebury College, which is a, a lovely school in uh, Vermont. And um, uh, in the summers, and I'm sure they still are, I'm very sure, they have language school. So they will have a French school, German school, Russian school, and you uh, apply to that school, I believe it was six weeks, six to eight weeks, I'm not positive. And you uh, agree that you will come to the campus and only speak that language for the whole time in the dining hall and classes. Mm -hmm. So yes, it was it was just wonderful. I loved it. I loved it. Yes, so that was so that was a summer program. That was yes yes a summer program and interesting. uh, I really enjoyed that. I didn't get to Europe that, uh, during college years, but I got there and it was wonderful. And, and spending a summer in Vermont, oh my gosh, it was yes. just a beautiful summer. Yeah, wow. and I, so I had that experience. Oh, but, great. But well, it was great. Well, summers for
0: me was going back home, which was mm-hmm. wonderful, because we were quite away from home during the school yes, year. Yes, yeah. sure. And, and then I had a job at that Insurance agency, okay. right oh, sure. going through file folders. You holders. had
1: <laughs> do your, the job you but knew you every were never be weekend,
0: going to do. we we, say, we went sailing because Donald and his oh, father yeah. were okay. very excited about sailing, <clears throat> and they were part of the of the sailing community where you had a race every single Saturday and Sunday the entire <sighs> summer long, from from wow. Memorial Day to Labor Day. Wow! Every single weekend was sailing. And, wow, and it was fun. I I did most all those weekends. We well,
1: we'd, you were together and yeah. doing something that and you both was, liked. Yes,
0: it yeah. was it was exciting. We'd go down the. They were little um, flat bottom boats that were pulled up on a runway out of the water. So we'd go down and mm-hmm. take the covers off and roll them down into the water and pull up the sails and off we would go and um i usually ran the stopwatch for for the start of the race because that was a very important you want to position yourself to be going over the start line at the very second the cannon blows and says you you don't want to be ahead of it because Uh otherwise you have to go back and Uh go all the way back around and start over and Donald had been a sailor with a little cub boat, which is a little small one, one little sailboat when he was a kid and he got very, very good at it. So he prided himself on being able to time that start perfectly Perfectly. (laughs) and that was really good and we'd be off. And then if it was very strong winds, the, the crew, which was usually just two of us, we would, get on the side of the boat and be putting our weight out on the edge of the boat, because the boat would tip almost on its edge, (laughs) and the sail would be close to the water, and we'd be flying along at a very high speed, and the only thing I really didn't like to hear was Donald calling out, I've got it! (laughs) A few seconds later, we'd be in the water.
1: Oh, so what did that mean? Well, it meant well, that, it meant that would, even
0: though it, we were right up on the edge, uh-huh. he thought he could hold, oh, it, hold oh. the wind in the sail. Because oh. the, okay, the, the, the more I'm on the edge oh. you are, the faster yes, you go. Yes, true, right, right, Until you yeah. stop, uh, because the sail is okay. flopped in the and water, then, <laughs> and the crew is in the water too.
1: So when you heard that, I was like,
0: oh, when I, no. Whenever I heard him say, I've got it, it meant, no, 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 no. You're taking it right over the edge.
1: And I'm going to be <laughs> And squatter. I'm going
0: to be in the water.
1: <laughs> now, at least that was warm water, yes, right? Not lake, like the no, Bay Area.
0: <laughs> no, it was lake water, and there was no harm done. Yeah. Occasionally, yeah. we would turn turtle, which meant the mast went yeah, yeah. right down yeah. to the... Uh, that uh, was very hard to that, get it back uh, up yeah, again. yeah. Yeah. But mostly it yeah. didn't, and you yeah. could yeah. get it back up and resume <laughs> sailing, but we had a lot of fun. And um, Donald's father one year was the Commodore of the Yacht Club, and that meant he would throw the party at the end of the year. He was, however, a teetotaler, and he didn't approve of anybody else drinking either. Uh-oh, and of course the <laughs> the, the end-of-the-year Commodore's party was supposed to be... Big blast, big big, yes, with lots of liquids (laughs) flowing, and everybody knew that that wasn't going to be the case. There'd be cokes and fizzy water, and very disappointing. So everybody came (laughs) sloshed, and we all thought it was pretty funny. And then there were wintertime activities during that period, and Donald was a skier, and a and a um, he, he liked to be oh, what's it called when you a ski jumper. He would he that was his specialty was mm-hmm. ski jumping, jumping. Mm-hmm. and as usual he liked to be in a little farther than he actually had already <laughs> developed the skills, so. He would, he would go up. He he liked to show me his wonderful ability, and we'd go out to this very big ski jump, a little out of town. And he'd be up there, and he would take off, and he'd be in perfect form, leaning way out over his skis, and body picture perfect, perfect, picture perfect. But in the air waves, as we watched him, it was don't faint, don't faint, don't faint. <laughs> because he he was so over his head in in how he could manage this that he would occasionally pass out on the way down. Oh dear. And of course land in a heap at the bottom. But mostly he, by encouraging himself not to faint he would then land nicely and and he actually got very good at it and got a ski scholarship to oh, Dartmouth. So oh, That was funny. Did you ski too? I Well, mm-hmm. I didn't have any equipment. You remember my skiing stories of, uh-huh, of big old wooden skis I, with no edges and a leather strap. Well, I did. I did go with him to a very small little ski area, and he, of course, had nice equipment was flashing around. And I was <laughs> trying to stand up on these... Skis that wouldn't hold on to my galoshes. <laughs> and I thought, mm, this isn't, this doesn't, this is not fun actually. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, that was my I comment. Know my job once. is to think he looks terrific, but I'm feeling cold yeah, yeah. <laughs> and completely unskilled here. <laughs> and, and I think the next time I go, I'm going to have better equipment, mm. otherwise, I'm not going.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't do that second part ever. That you did. I the first part though. Years later, uh, yes, a friend of ours uh, decided I had to learn to ski because my kids were, of course, skiers. Yeah. You know, little skiers, and I thought, oh, this will be fun. And it was a twenty below day or oh. something in Calgary, Alberta, and he decided to teach us that day. And and I remember <laughs> saying at one point, quite emphatically this i thought this was supposed to be fun and it is not fun <laughs> and marched inside the, the lodge and that was the last that was it it was his fault i'm sure that is oh. i could have been a very good skier maybe but he That was not the the, right approach. It wasn't the right introduction. No, no, no No. Well, later (laughs) I had good equipment.
0: Yeah, and and that happened. And then I enjoyed skiing a lot. Yeah. So I think we'll we'll just sign off for today. Sign off on the ski hill. And we'll probably have a whole new chapter next time. So when you listen to this, there'll be (laughs) two little parts. I don't know how it'll work, but you'll
1: figure it out. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye.